0: الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الله وسلم وبارك على, خاتم على آله وصحبه dear brothers here we are continuing to discuss the case of monotheism or tawheed and tonight inshallah we are coming to one of the fires of tawheed a case ...could happen any time. True, the story happened in the time of Muhammad The ayat were descended on the time of Muhammad But that doesn't mean at all... ...that this thing could not happen... ...in any other time. Especially when we remember... ...that this Sharia ...descended to Muhammad ...to be for everybody... From his time until the end of this dunya. What is the difference? Or what of, what of the differences between Muhammad wasallam and the other messengers of Allah that his message wasallam is for everybody from his time until the end of this dunya. And also for every nation. While the other messengers of Allah, their messages were for certain time for certain people. Now, when we see such a case, like we're going to talk about it tonight, we understand how dangerous this case is. And this case could happen to us also. If not the same, it could be similar. And that means, being a Muslim, saying, لا إله إلا الله محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم, does not mean at all that the person will not leave Islam by some of these things, actions, or creeds, or statements he could do. This is the story from the beginning. The story mentioned by the author, narrated to Ibn Umar and some other Tabi'een, Ibn Umar is Sahabi, himself and his father, both of them are Sahaba, but the other two guys who mentioned the hadith also they were not Sahaba, they were Tabi'een. However, the hadith is Sahih Alhamdulillah, the hadith is telling us a story that while Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his way from Tabuk battle four persons relate yani Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam among with the other with the military of Muhammad He told, he told them to relax or take a, a rest. Four of these persons sit down in the place and start to discuss and talk. Regular talk. But one of them said a very bad thing. He insulted Muhammad sallallahu He insulted Qur'an. He insulted Sahaba. This insult, this curse led him and the other two guys to be kafirs. and the one who judged them with kuhr was not anybody. That was Allah wa ta'ala. Let's see the story piece by piece. These three or four guys, Sahaba, they were counted as Sahaba, sat down and they were talking. One of them he said these bad words. The other guy laughed. The third guy kept silent. But the fourth guy refused. And he started to quarrel. Then he went to Muhammad to tell him. But when he reached Muhammad, Wahi is already there. Allah already told Muhammad about the story. Now, we'll come to this point actually why we segregate them. But we will say now. That after they said this, what we'll happened that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself descended an ayah or ayat, telling these people that they have already out of Islam. They are already of Islam. Out of Islam. Excluded from Islam. Were they hypocrites? Were they cambers before? No. The ayah itself, as we will see inshallah, when we discuss the ayah. First of all, let's see what is the relation between this topic or this chapter and tawheed. Pretty, easy very simple. La ilaha illallah is the tawheed itself. And mocking or making fun of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala or of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or of some of this deal of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam means the person who is doing this is not glorifying Allah wa ta'ala, not at all then in this case he is breaking and nullifying his tawheed. he is nullifying la ilaha illallah so he is doing the opposite of tawheed. so he is falling into kuf <speaking> in <Hebrew> now the author actually mentioned first of all the ayah but the ayah actually came with the same story which is in the hadith so let's take it in sequence, when these guys said what they had said, and they made fun of Rasulullah and his sahaba, when they joked about them, and Allah Taala defended this ayah, and this ayah is very clear, This takes take it piece by piece because it's very important to show what is meant in this ayah, what the judgment is given to these people. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala said to Muhammad الله عليه the meaning of it that if you, Ya Muhammad, ask him why you said so, they will say Ya Rasulullah who is just having fun, joking, يعني, playing around, and talking, that's all, we don't mean anything, we do not mean anything wrong. But, okay, up to now they think they have a good excuse, no. That is no way to accept such excuse. Because Allah, the one who knows everything, he himself subhanahu wa ta'ala descended this ayah. And he said to Muhammad Wasallam to tell them. He did, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not leave Muhammad Wasallam to say what he wants to say. He told him what to say to these people. He told him to say, the meaning of what he said subhanahu wa ta'ala, Qul abillahi. That's the Arabic ayah. The ayah in here. الله وَآيَاتِهِ وَرَسُولِهِ كُنْتُمْ تَسْتَهَزِئُونَ Is it what? Is it that Allah and His signs and His messenger, you were joking about? Making fun of? لا تعتبروا. Do not ask for excuse. قَدْ كَفَرْتُمْ بَعْدَ إيمانكم. You are already covered after you were mu'mins. Ah, be careful in here. Very, very careful in this case. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself judged these people that they have made Quran, they've built them to and they are covered. Because he knows? subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knew that time, that these people are already out of Islam totally. Because of the hada. And notice the end of the ayah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, تعتذروا, Do not ask for excuse. You are already out of Islam, you are covered already. After you were mu'min. Ah. Some of us really said that these people were hypocrites. We told them wrong. Misunderstanding. Actually, the ayah is very clear. Saying, Baada Imanikum. You were a moment before. They were counted as Sahaba. But subhanAllah, nobody is perfect. Everybody is perfect. Everybody could make mistakes. Iblis, worshipped Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala years and years. Then one day, because of his arrogance, he's out of Jannah. And he was cursed. And he was damned. And Allah decided that he doesn't deserve even to live as a... As a that he deserves to go to Khalid Khalidah Muhammad. Allah knows best. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these now, they were counted as Sahaba. By, by the way, these four, they were four. One said, one laughed, one kept silent, one refused. Of course, the one who refused is okay now, from the beginning. The one who laughed and the one who kept silent, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted their tawbah later on. Because if you continue the ayah, the next ayah says, Five in Arabic means some people, certain people. So in these five, how many we have in here? We have only four. One of them is already out. So we have three. So Allah Ta'ala forgives these two who just, one of them laughed and one of them, because they made it through tawbah, but the third guy did not. He did not make tawbah and Allah Ta'ala did not accept him, and he, so he is, he kept in cavern and he died as a capper. Now. From this story there's a lot of points we can really drag. First point we have to say, this is a story in the past, more than 1400 years ago. Why we are talking about this story? Ah. When we say this, we are really insulting Qur'an, insulting Allah, insulting Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa How? Easy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descended this Quran, descended this Deen, chosen Muhammad alayhi wa sallam to bring a Deen for everybody until the end of this earth. So whatever mentioned in the Quran, we are also required to know it and to follow it. Or to avoid it if it is the wrong thing to do. Somebody will say, We can't find a Muslim, there is no way for a Muslim to insult Allah, insult Rasulullah sallallahu insult Qur'an. No way. No, there is a way. A, there is a lot of ways. But, sometimes it's not so clear to everybody. You will not find a Muslim in the street cursing Allah, Allah blamely. No. Maybe you cannot find this. But you will find a lot of people who are making fun of Allah or of his, of, of his sharia, subhanahu wa ta'ala, or of Muhammad sallallahu in some way or another. When Arabian writer and one of the Arabian newspapers. He made a comic. He drew a roaster, a cock, with nine chickens. And he said, This is Muhammad Afandi, the husband of nine. What do you understand from this? This man is made, making fun of Muhammad wasallam And this is an Arabian newspaper which is printed with thousands of copies. Now, this guy is very clear now. For us he is clear that he is abudzubillah following to, to cook. So there was this Muslims who would see this and they laugh or keep silent. How many Muslims are seeing this and they are laughing or keeping silent? Ah, so now bring that, bring that ayah. And apply for our situation now. How many people he saw this newspaper got so angry and he called everybody he can't call to say I don't accept this, this is wrong, we cannot accept it, we should stop it. How many? Unfortunately, not much. Don't think this I was 1,400 years ago and finished? No. How many SMS messages you may receive making fun of some eyes? Of Allah Taala ta'ala. Jokes. They make jokes. So many jokes. People who are, who are inventing jokes are a lot. If you read these jokes sometimes, you find these jokes are making fun of some of this deeds. Then not have to be written by words. It could be only a drawing. As we said about this comic. When someone makes a, a man with a big beard, and he's making fun of this man with his beard, This is very dangerous. It could be. I'll I'll tell you later inshallah what's the difference between making fun of the person and making fun of the the sunnah. We'll come to it. Just Just give me just a few minutes. But how many times we see this in the newspaper? How many times we see this in the movies? Or clips? Making the mutawah or the person who's making the the beard as a stupid guy. To laugh at him and make fun of him. Unfortunately Allah. I, what's my problem? I don't care, I just see it, I just... No, wait a second. You said that these three are not the same. One of them said, that's very clear. One of them laughed. He does not say, say any bad thing, but he just laughed. Because God does not say anything or even now. he just keeps silent. How many silent Muslims now are available? Who are seeing these things, hearing these things, and they keep silent, saying nothing. There is a say, to say, whoever keeps silent, when it's supposed to speak, he is only a shaitan but a silent shaitan. And whoever speaks bad things is shaitan but a, shay- a talking shaitan. Shaytan al-akhras, wa shaytan al Even those people who keep silent, they are in the danger of being out of Islam. When they say such, when they see such a thing or hear such a thing, and they keep silent. Now try to practice this in your life and see. How many times we read these newspapers, we hear these radios, even the news. We see some movies maybe, and we see these things, and maybe we laugh. A comedian, actor, he makes fun of things. And we laugh. When we dig onto what he's saying, we find that he is made, making fun of some of the Sunnah of Muhammad Take an example. We well, are not yet to be examples, but just to give a clear picture in this case. How many of these movies, or these, things they are showing in the, in, in the mass media, making fun of the sunnah of Muhammad ﷺ, in the case of polygamy when they make the man who marry more than one like a sex maniac person say so this is sunnah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to do so فَانْكِعُوا مَا طَابَ لَكُم مِنَ النِّسَاءِ مَثْنَى وَثُؤْلَاتَ if you cannot if you cannot Sheikh bin Baz was asked which is the original one? To have more than one or to have one. He said originally every man must have more than one. But if he can't, he can keep one. Now if someone comes and makes fun of this, make fun of a person who is having two wives, three wives, four wives. What is he doing? Is he making fun of the person himself or of the sunnah? Of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa this is just an example, we'll come to it and more of it later on, inshallah. What is the judgment of those people who make fun of Allah or of Rasulullah or of Islam, or of the Sharia, or of the Sunnah of Muhammad? As we said in the beginning that he is falling into major kufr and he is excluded from Islam. And he must be killed in this life. And his tawbah is not accepted. Subhanallah. Yes. His tawbah is not accepted and he must be killed. Now. But if he is, if he makes tawbah, true tawbah and this is another side of the case and some ulama they say this if he makes a true tawbah, then we can divide him into two cases. The first case if we made fun of Allah or of the Sunnah of Rasulullah وسلم, then we do kill him. His tawbah, inshallah, will be accepted. But if he makes fun of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, we will accept his tawbah and we will kill him. Subhanallah. Why to kill him after Tawbah? Because if he made fun of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he rebents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will take care of him. And the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is always smooth. He subhanahu wa is very generous. But when it comes to the rights of Muhammad, wa sallam, who's already dead, how can we confirm that he will allow this person and say, Okay, no problem. He did this in his life maybe, but now he is not alive. So we will take the rights of Muhammad wa sallam, from this person and we will kill him. Even if he makes Just try to imagine. I'm saying imagine because maybe it's not going to be practiced much around this world. It happened in Saudi Arabia, alhamdulillah, once or twice. They have killed people who made fun of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who made fun of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they did this, yes. I remember this very clear. But, they say how much, how many Muslims around this world? 1.5 billion? How many times People who make fun of Allah or of Rasulullah or Islam or Sunnah and they are killed. Unfortunately, not much. Then, the point we are supposed to talk about, another point to talk about is the case is we have to differentiate between two kinds of joking, or making fun, or mocking. If it is clear mocking of Allah, t'baraq wa ta'ala, of Rasulullah sallallahu Violet- or of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu on the person, this is major kufr. You can an example, to make fun of Allah is clear, a'udhu billah, fun of Rasulullah is very clear. But suppose, a person is making fun of, a, of another person, but he's making fun of the sunnah of Muhammad صلى الله عليه that person, like the beard. He's making fun of the beard itself as a sunnah. He's making fun of the short throat, short clothes, as a sunnah. She's is, is making fun of polygamy as a sunnah. Then this is major kuf. This is major kuf. The other point, or the other kind, is if a person is making fun of the another person, Personally, not the Sunnah. He's making fun of him because of his voice. Yani, as an example, if we have a, a muazzin in a masjid and his voice is awful, SubhanAllah, Allah gives and takes. A person his adhan is not good, yani his, his adhan is really makes you feel tired. If someone makes fun of that person, not of the adhan, of the person himself, that's totally haram and not allowed but does that go to the extent of major kufr? but if we make fun of the adhaned itself, this is major kufr. Clear the difference brothers we have to differentiate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in that ayah that they have already committed major kuf they are out of Islam but he told us in the other ayah يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا يَسْخَرْ قَوْمٌ مُنْ قَوْمٌ عسى يَكُونُوا خَيْرًا مِنْهُمْ وَلَا نِسَاءٌ مِنْ نِسَاءَ عسى خَيْرًا منهم. He told us not to make fun of the other and the woman should not make fun of the other woman. So if he is telling us not to do, that means it's haram. Minimum, it's haram. But it could go also the major cover later on, as we said in the other case. So it's not allowed to make fun of the other. But if it comes to make fun of the, his ibadah, his deen, his salah, his song, his uh, beard, then it is the case of the sunnah itself. So making fun of Allah, どうぞ, or the Rasulullah sallallahu of wa sallam, or the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam, or the Quran. Even the science of Allah, which is not in the Quran, the science of the universe. Take an example, somebody is making fun of the, yeah, the, the, the creating of the fly. Say, why, why Allah created the fly? No use no for that. Billah, this is a major question and that happened actually by one of the uh, bad leaders long time ago. A ruler of a country, he says that he is a Muslim, and he had some ulama in his place in his palace. One day, he, one, one fly bothered him a lot. So he said, "Why Allah created these flies?" Audoobillah. So the, one of these ulama answered him very easy and said, Allah created these flies to put you down. To put your doors down. To bother you. And the people like you. Allah never creates something for no use. Without wisdom. Anything with this word is for wisdom. Whether we you know it or not. Beetles, flies, mosquitoes, so on. What are these for? Maybe we don't know. But Allah knows. Allah and we are sure 100% that Allah created them for a fantastic and clear and high wisdom. Whether we know it or we don't. So if someone makes one of these things, not of the why, of course, but why it's created, or makes one of the hot day and he starts to curse it and say, why this is this, you know, it is to happen here, why is this, then he is in danger. So the science of Allah could be in the Quran and Sunnah could be also in the universe science. So a Muslim in this case has to be so careful not to fall in such cases. Another point about this case is how to deal with these people if you for instance, you sat down one day in, in uh, one of your friend's places and there was a lot of people and what if we start to make such things insult Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or insult Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or Quran or Sunnah or make fun of the Sunnah or for the beard and so on what is your situation? will you laugh, laugh for his jokes or will you keep silent or will you try, will you try to stop him from doing that? we have to be severe with such people don't tell me that, oh, well, I have to respect the place of my, يعني, the man who made me guest, you know, he's, he's inviting me and I have to be respecting here, if you're respecting the person, you're not respecting Allah, this is very dangerous, not you, I'm talking about a person, يعني, as an example. If someone comes to another place of the other one and there is somebody insulting Allah or Rasulullah or this dude, then you are not supposed, we are not supposed to accept this and just keep silent or laugh. Who said so? الله تبارك وتعالى كليلي طولت من هوليود وقد نزل عليكم في الكتاب ان اذا سمعتم ايات الله يستهزا بها يكفر بها ويستهزا بها فلا تقعدوا معهم حتى يقوضوا في حديثٍ غيره انكم اذا مثلون ان الله جامع الكافرين والمنافقين في جهنم جميعا If we cannot, we have to leave. A Muslim is not allowed to sit down in a place where there is insult to Allah or to Rasulullah or to the Qur'an or to the Sunnah. Try with him, try to stop him if you couldn't for that. the people are enjoying and you are the only one or two one, you are weak in this place, go and leave it. You didn't know. May Allah <laughs> send punishment in that time and you are with them. Be careful. So we have to, we have to leave. فلا مَعَهُمْ Don't stay with them. Don't sit with them. حَتَّى في غيرها. Until they change the topic and talk about something else. If you don't, You are the same. Say that is not, accept. Even though. He is not accept, but you sit down. Bani Israel were cursed by Isa ibn Maryam and Dawood. Why? Allah told us in the verse, "أَنَّهُ تَعَالَى لُعِنَ الَّذِينَ Why? They see the munkar, the wrong thing is happening, and they don't say don't don't to stop it. Muhammad in some hadith, and he said that many Israel used to come and see the munkar, they say. Yes, yeah, don't do this, don't do this. The next day they come and eat and uh, play with this guy, falas. like he did not do anything. No. We have to be severe with these people, especially in this case of mocking to the religion. We have to be severe with them. And if they don't stop and refrain from doing this, we're supposed to make Hajar. Yeah? And don't talk to them, don't make salam to them, don't accept their invitation, don't go to their place, don't let them come to their place, or anything else. Why? Because Allah told us to do so. If we are not going to get angry for Allah wa ta'ala, what are we going to do? We get angry for one riyal if our salary is t- deducted? Or we don't get angry for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So anything we are doing, wallah. How are we going to be in Jannah if we are so angry for one riyal deducted from our salaries, And we make a lot of headaches to the managers and the others. Why my salary is deducted? Why to deduct one riyal from my salary? But what comes that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or Quran or Sunnah or Deen is insulted nobody speaks very dangerous I was telling some brothers lately when a person passes by some people worshipping other than Allah some people who are saying they're Muslims like the grave worshippers A person is passing and he sees people who are going to the grave and worshipping the grave instead of Allah or with Allah. Worshipping I mean he is not to bow but to ask barakah, to slaughter and so on. To call instead of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If the person does not get angry and try to change this, he is also the same. How is that? Frankly. How come we are not we don't get angry for Allah wa ta'ala, he, he, these people are making policies to Allah and we are keeping silent. We, are, so we don't care. We don't care for deen but we care for dunya. Imagine that you see we see a check, salary check with 10 reals are missing, deducted, for no reason. We will laugh. We will say nothing. No. We will go and ask and make complaints, uh, complain and so on. Why ten reals are deducted from my salary? But when we see this is happening to our deen, these apologists, these cowards, these enemies of Islam, some wrong Muslims are doing this, we don't get angry. This is very dangerous. That's why we say, Allah s.a.w. has clearly told us to be severe with those people who make such things to the deen of Muhammad sallallahu Love of Allah, love for Rasulullah sallallahu wa love for the deen of Rasulullah sallallahu love of the Quran is not worth to say only but actually some true action to heaven. When we love Allah, we love to obey Allah. We love to worship Allah. And we hate politism. We hate people who are doing politism. We get so angry when we see someone worshiping other than Allah ta'ala. That's the case. Not just to hear, "Oh, I love you. Habibi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Just easy, simple Do not cross anything A person can stay all night Say Ya Rasulullah, Ya Habibi, Ya Rasulullah Ya Allah, You are the greatest Say come to to work Come put this into practice He sees the enemies of Allah How they insult Allah They insult the Quran They insult Rasulullah They insult the deen Sometimes they help them to do so Whether they know it or not how many Muslims are killing the other Muslims, helping the enemies of Muslims to kill Muslims? Big question to be asked in here. How many Muslims are working in the army of the Qahirin to kill Muslims? How many Muslims are used to destroy the masjid? Masjid? How many Muslims are used to push these prophets and give money to them to make this... Worshipping the graves more and more. How many Muslims are killing and, 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 and treating bad those monarchists who are trying to, to explain to these worshippers of graves that what they are doing is polytheism. You can ask this question anywhere and you, can, you will see the result. So, in this case, now we come back and say, and at the end of this case, is that glorifying Allah Ta wa Ta'A'la understanding the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the person love Allah ta'ala and feel so angry when he sees someone insult Allah or Rasulullah or the deen of Allah wa ta'ala not worse than getting angry for ourselves but more than that and more because we are living only for one case to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to glorify him subhanahu wa ta'ala we have to do it, to put it in practice that's the case of it. so the case of making fun, or mocking to the religion, or to Allah is nullifying la ilaha illallah nullifying Islam putting the person out of Islam totally it's very dangerous, very dangerous how many Muslims are willing to do this? subhanallah you'll be amazed so we have to put in mind that if we are saying and which is true actually that la ilaha illallah is having three conditions to know the true meaning of it, to with it, to refrain from the nullifiers of it, then we have to be careful because there are a lot of nullifiers. One of them is to mock the religion. Don't think it is easy. Don't think it is easy for us to see this. or We are supposed to be so strong in this case not to let people insult Allah wa ta'ala or Rasulullah. Whether they are in front of us or through the mass media or anywhere else. One small example, I just close with that. Once I received a SMS message. Not so clear, but it has some kind of marking to the religion. Some received from the of Muhammad. And the person who sent me this message, I know him. He's a good guy. But maybe he just did not know it. He received it and yallah. Some people are, are fond of just receiving and sending. Send good. Now he doesn't know that he's sending more sins for himself. So I called him. Salam alaikum salam, brother what's going on? What's this he said? What's this? It's just a joke. said, so Did you read this joke? He so, said, Well I quickly. Read it again. Read it. This joke really is about the deen of Muhammad. It's making fun of, part of the Sunnah of Muhammad. How? How can you do this? How can you just receive it and just make it like this? But you send it to the other. Before you send anything, check it. Check it. How many messages we are sending about importance of Salah, Salatul Jumu'ah, reciting Quran? How many times we send this? If you receive a message, today, do not forget to recite al Kaf sort of today because today is Jumu'ah. Then you are happy because you are reminded by some brothers. Then you send it to some more people. Anyone who receives this message and remember to recite al sort Kaf, of, uh, you are doing this. You are having the same agenda. Why we are so quick when it comes to jokes? Whether these jokes are okay or not okay. And usually jokes do not are not okay. There's a lot of problems into them. So I want you to put in mind that let's put things in practice. We learn it, we understand it, we put it in practice so we will not fall into the thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself personally sent the Quran to make these three people covered. Out of Islam, excluding from Islam, just because they said one word. One word, yeah, one sentence, one joke Kick three Sahaba from Islam. One sentence kick three Sahaba from Islam. Think of this. Think, think of it. Who are you, who are me, who am I to say that we are compared to Sahaba? These people who were with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they pray with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they fast with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they pay their zakat to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they go for jihad with him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And for whose sentence? They are kicked Don't you think it's so dangerous? Remember when we said that La ilaha illallah is so sensitive. Very sensitive thing that it's more sensitive than your eye. And he could hurt it. So you have to take care of it. Take care of it strongly because it's very important to you if you die with La ilaha illallah, that's a guarantee for you to go to Jannah. As Muhammad said. The don't you take care of your valuable things do you throw you, your gold uh, beside your door your, your apartment door do you throw your money in the way where people walk do you throw your money in the bathroom do you throw your money in, in your bedroom you won't do that because maybe one of the children will cut or the wife will take or somebody will take this is money it's valuable. yes Say, do we throw our deed do we throw the ilaha why don't we take care of this, this world which is very important to us and is our passport to Jannah? No one will go to Jannah without la ilaha illallah. No one. But just to say it is not enough. We have to say it, to believe it, to believe in it, and to practice it. And to call for it. Then we will go to Jannah with it. Just to say it and hang it in the, in the chest as ta'weez or amulet, that's not enough. May Allah so Taala accept for we have said and make this in our good deeds scale, like, and if you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Yes, yes. Who make bid'ah, hmm. bid'ah, can yes but the people who are making bid'ah, usually, they don't do it in teaching that they're making bid'ah. They think they are serving Islam. That's why shaytan loves bid'ah more than majestic. Yani shaitan, when he finds two guys, one of them is making zina, now the adultery, the other guy is making small bid'ah, he will love the other one, who so is making bid'ah. Because this boy who is making bid'ah actually, he is not joking. He is actually thinking that he is serving this tea. He is making more liquor, he is making... So, doing this will destroy Islam more than just making adultery, or drinking alcohol. Also, the person who is drinking alcohol or or making adultery or bad things, he feels inside that he's doing mistakes and he's, he's wrong, and he is thinking, "Shall I will repent one day?" He's aiming to repent. No, not for the bid'ah one. <laughs> the one who is making bid'ah thinks that he's doing good and think you are not doing the bid'ah. You are wrong. So in this case, I can't say that it is it's mocking to the religion because he's not mocking. He's not making fun. He is serious, but it's worse than. This case sometimes, yes. But, yes, sir. Uh, okay, a good question. Whether brother is asking that if he is seeing Bid'ah in front of him, how is he going to stop it? He is one and there are other people. Yeah, and if you bat by Ajmeer as an example, or Nizamuddin Awliya, or Sayyid Madani, or... Huh? No, 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 no need for money. And you see, people are really going there to worship them instead of Allah or with Allah. You are one and there are thousands. What are you going to do? I'm telling you to do the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa was living in Matka where there were 360 idols, specials, beside the Kaaba. How did he do? Did he come one day and he destroy them all and say you are Kaaba and this and No! Patience. Patience. Da'wah starts from you. From yourself. From, my, from myself. First of all, I have to understand that this is polytheism by studying it, understanding the truth, the true deed of Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam, understanding the, the opposite of the deed of Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam, which is polytheism. then second step of practice it, then third step to go and make da'wah simply, easy. How did Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam make da'wah? He first of all told everybody about the order of Allah ta'ala, but they made fun of him sallallahu wa sallam, they refused, then he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made the secret da'wah. You look around, Choose some guys who are really good enough for da'wah. Among these people we're talking about, there are some good guys, but they don't, they think this is correct. You know them, so you go and invite them, or go visit them at home, and talk to them simply and easily. That's what is going is wrong. One, two, three, twenty of them will accept one or two will accept from them. From twenty, two will accept. alhamdulillah. You were one, now you are three. Go on. Go on. Go on don't think that you're going to solve this one problem in one day or one week or one month or one year or your life this will take a long time every day every scholar to work for this deen it takes him so long time so many troubles in order to make this deen spread among people even Muhammad sallallahu although he is supported with Jibreel alayhi wa still he had to have 23 years of dawah in order to make this deen spread what about me poor people? So we have to have patience in the case of Dawah. Patience means I have to wait. Look around. Among these thousands of people who are worshiping the grave, there are some of them are close. So I start with them, talk to them, explain to them, give them evidences. Don't just give them your ideas. That's why we say always start with Qalallah. Allah, Rasulullah, if you come to a person and say, this is wrong because Allah says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa said says this, which is very clear to you. You cannot say you are lying because you are saying, قال Allah, قال Rasuluh But if he say, that guy in Riyadh told me this. Kali Who's this guy? They didn't know. Do you think that somebody in nizam al-din awliya know Abdullah al-Musa? Nobody knows They never heard of him. So if he say that that guy, he means say Sheikh bin Bas. Sheikh bin Bas, they don't know. Who's, who's this Sheikh? We don't know them. And so if he say, قَالَ Allah, ah. He can we'll know Allah, we we'll the Qur'an. قَالَ رَسُولَهُ sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Ah. So now you are putting him in the trouble, saying, so listen, this is what your messenger sallallahu says, Don't you disobey him. Obey Muhammad sallallahu he's saying, he did not do this. Then he has to stop. But as we said, peace by peace. Because if he says this in front of everybody, I'd ask you to live more one day. So we need to have patience and te- slowly slowly, inshallah, and this deal will be spread among Muslims again. Second right. look for listening, we'll see you inshallah next week.